0: Netflix Hulu Amazon Prime and many other streaming services out there but a new challenger has entered the building in Disney Plus a service offering hundreds of movies and series from her childhood we also have the Marvel Cinematic Universe National Geographic Pixar and the list goes on at 6.99 a month it's bound to give other services a run for their money. So what should you watch? Because there's so much out there between the Disney Channel original movies, the series that maybe you've never seen because there's just so much out there. I did not know how many spider-man series existed holy crap they there are many of them we're going to talk about all of this right now on another exciting episode of a cast of the past with a brand new episode each and every sunday with yours truly juan velez from puerto rico joining me at a pretty chilly weather from boston massachusetts we have ryan mcnulty now ryan are you ready for yet another streaming service in your life my friend You know
1: i am because i am the ultimate streaming streaming service moocher right i currently i guess technically amazon prime is the only one i personally subscribe to but through my roommates and my girlfriend i am able to access all these other streams so hey bring it on because i'm probably
0: not paying for it all good all good man and now from london ontario We have Keith Hamilton. Keith, in your case, is uh, Disney Plus officially available in Canada?
2: It is. At first, it wasn't going to be, but somewhere between the initial announcement and launch, they made it simultaneous with the U.S. And that's why it took me 20 minutes on November 12th to become a Disney Plus member. I got up at 7 a.m., did my morning bathroom business, and then boom, (laughs) Disney Plus subscriber.
0: See, it almost happened uh, with me because Puerto Rico is part of the US, but this is one of them situations where they go like, "Oh, you're kind of you're kind of there but not so up until the night before, they had officially said simultaneous launch. And then at the day of launch, hey, in November 19th, in November that 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 sounds pretty good, oh, but really? for whatever reason, yeah. But if you have T-Mobile, AT&T, uh, the PS4 or the P- or the Xbox One app, it works. So I was still able to use it despite the fact that when you log in it tells you you cannot use it. Yet I clearly can. But Breaking everybody the law. yes, indeed, but if if you have fun with whatever we're doing, consider leaving a five-star review on Stitcher Apple Podcasts, leave a comment on the YouTube video with things that we should possibly watch or on social media, a cast to the past. But once again, the whole purpose is that there's too much damn stuff in here and if you're if you're new to this, if you haven't watched a lot of MCU Disney movies all the Pixar Pixar stuff is here it can be very overwhelming Ryan in your case. What about the service did you look at and go, oh, this is something that people definitely have to check out?
1: I for one, looking through this library, I'm just like, holy crap, I did not realize how many things were Disney or how many things Disney they owns. Everything. They own yeah. everything. Yeah. It the is most scary. controls it is scary. all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh. necessarily a fan of how oh much oh. they control, but you can't you can't deny the value that you get here. Um personally I think the Pixar stuff stands out to me as there's a few that I have missed that I would definitely go to first. Um, As well as I love the fact that they even have the little shorts that they would normally air like before they would show the movie. So, you can even watch those I think on an individual basis. So, that's kind of my first in- instincts along with some of the movies I remember coming out as a kid, that I think were pretty bad, but I would totally rewatch. Like, there's Jungle to Jungle on here, and, like, Kazam. Like, Kazam. I don't think I ever really saw that movie, but I remember the trailers for it. So, these are these, like, dumb, like, 90s kids' movies that I feel like I have to go back to just see how hilarious they are.
2: I had to look up who owns Good Burger at this point, and I'm still trying to figure that out oh it's nickelodeon damn
0: yeah you you can't really come on it was a
2: skit and all that that's how it started oh was it i've never seen
1: all
0: that it's all it's all about the 90s like I, i think that obviously when you look at the library there's stuff from like the 1930s 1940s like it's disney we forget just how old many of these cartoon shows are like for me some of the stuff that immediately popped into my head is like DuckTales, which is from the 80s, Ooh. but Gargoyles. Like Gargoyles, I think, was an animated series that, did you guys ever watch Gargoyles?
2: Oh yeah. Not a ton, but I I remember it being a There was like a a sweet hour on Fox cartoons that was Gargoyles and Mummies Alive. And that was like prime afternoon cartoon viewing after getting home from school. Man, Mummies Alive. That's something I haven't thought about in years. Let's kick tut, guys. Let's kick tut.
0: I think the entire purpose of uh, this service as opposed to Netflix is Oh, my God, I forgot that was a thing. Yep. Like, as my wife and I were scrolling through everything last night, it's just like, yep, holy crap, wow, wow, haven't seen this in 10 years, haven't seen this in 15 years. Uh, What about the service in particular for you, Keith? You're a big Marvel fan, you're a big Star Wars fan, so this is like, this is your thing here
2: oh yeah this is right up my alley there's a reason why it was like a minute one buy for me or minute twenty I guess but the fact that I have all of my Star Wars in one place and it's a service that is continuing to make new Star Wars that isn't just like this big cinematic experience like what my favorite thing in the Star Wars universe is the Clone Wars cartoon that is the best Star Wars out there as far as I'm concerned those episodes that really hit are just the best Star Wars, and they're making more of it because of Disney Plus. So that is more than enough reason for me to describe, but when talking about all of the like additional stuff on there the fact that this is a home for every season of the Simpsons makes it worth the $8 a month to me because my god just to have that in one place I could be wrong but I think this is the first time that that's ever been available just all of the Simpsons on there from the like the good stuff to the later years of Simpsons just to have (laughs) that all in one place that is worth the subscription alone just to be able to go through that
1: how long would it take to binge watch all of
0: the simpsons
1: they are half hour episodes so it may not be that bad Keith, but can you still. please look
0: that up because i guarantee you somebody's done that math so yeah, somebody could do that research. like trying
2: to do the quick math they're probably 22 minute episodes so three episodes an hour what, like 30 seasons at this 30? 30 yeah there's 30 seasons on there let's say 10 episode seasons yeah you're looking at about a week okay so. i just
0: found it holy crap oh, okay 202 hours and 24 minutes if you were to watch all 552 episodes just only you know 552 that was actually the first that's, thing that uh, i watched so that's oh, what 10 that's or a little under
1: almost three days. and a half days almost three and a half days which that's is actually not, not all it's that not bad, that but bad.
2: But half hour episodes really is a yeah. game Wait, changer three and a half days hold on I'm let's sure. i need to work through this math Keys, Wait, so i'm not okay. challenging there's you to there's 24 hours in a day and so that oh, wait, would mean I, 10 I, I days think would be I 200. Wrong. Yeah, I think you yeah, messed that yeah, up real bad. So 10 days would be 240 hours. So you're looking at about eight, seven days roughly people we're Uh, here to recommend things
0: for you to watch we're not here to do the actual math of how long these things take to watch i was very
1: wrong on that i divided by 60 (laughs) like a moron
0: (laughs) yeah but one of the biggest things about this is they're going all in not just with the retro stuff but they really are pouring into uh the the series bringing stuff back so like uh lizzie mcguire that's going to be making a comeback my wife loved to watch that growing up. And then something I watched last night, you know, we are playing through Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on the original Xbox, and The Mandalorian was they. Oh, it feels like it was like the main thing they really wanted to do, which feels weird because I have watched it. Neither of you have. So giving a spoiler-free review, even though I think that the first episode is very spoiler-free in terms of like, it's just like setting the tone. First of all, holy crap. The, I, I don't know how much money they poured into the series, but you can feel the money, just like every every it's scene, every camera angle, yeah. This is it. I, I was telling my wife, who watched a ton of Game of Thrones, this feels like the next Game of Thrones in terms of epic scale. None of this seemed like a half-assed television show. Like, I've watched clips of, like, CW shows, like Supergirl and all that, and they look like yeah, a television bad. show. This looks like a movie. This looks like you could put it up on the big screen, and what I love is... Is that It feels like a Star Wars show, but it doesn't have the traditional Star Wars music. It's got a little thing, a couple of things in there. It starts very dry, but right off the bat, you get some action letting you know like, hey, this is kind of the the thing that's going to be happening. And throughout the episode, it's Star Wars, right? So they do have that little bit of comedy, but I like the fact that it's not like this ha-ha, laugh-out-loud comedy. It's like, hey, these characters are human beings, and every episode's about 45 to 50 minutes and something i wanted to get your feedback about this and in other shows in general so they're not going down the netflix binge route where instead of putting out one episode they put out the entire season they are going to be sporadically releasing the episodes do you like that format or would you prefer that they put out all the episodes in one go
2: I like it right now, just because of running into this issue with Disney Plus where you're kind of left, uh, you're paralyzed by choice, where you're thinking like, oh, What am I going to watch? There's just so much to consume. The fact that they're kind of limiting it, I really appreciate because I didn't realize there was just one episode of The Mandalorian, and I was thinking to myself, like, well, I'm going to save it for the weekend and check it out then where I can have some time and binge watch it. Now that I know that there's only one episode, then I'm going to watch it tonight. I have no reason to not spend that time now because I have it, where it would almost, it's almost more beneficial to save it a bit because you have the ability to binge watch it. So I appreciate it. It lets me get caught up because The Mandalorian isn't the only show that I'm interested in at launch. I, uh, instead of watching it last night, I watched that uh, that Imagineering documentary because both my girlfriend and I are very, uh, we love to know how Disney works. We love to know how the magic at Disneyland and Disney World happens. And she was she's a former cast member. So being able to watch that documentary and just kind of see all the bells and whistles and like the great Stories about how much of a nightmare Disneyland was on the day it opens. It was. It's a really fascinating watch. It might not be on everybody's radar, but I highly recommend checking out the Imagineering documentary. And my favorite part about it is Disney has always done this thing where they sugarcoat Walt Disney. They don't really do it in uh, in this uh, really? in this documentary. Oh, wow. Like it's it's not it's not saying like yeah Walt Disney was a dick, but they don't censor any uh, any comments people that worked for him has like they don't outright say it but by the end of it you're kind of left thinking like oh he was a he seems like a bit of a nightmare to work for like they don't sugarcoat it in that way and i find that so fascinating hearing all these stories from these people that worked with walt and them talking about how disneyland was so rushed that on day one the concrete wasn't even dry so people's shoes were sinking into the concrete and leaving holes because they couldn't delay it any further and just a bunch of great stories Stuff like that. I I loved that show, and I'm. It's another thing that they're releasing episodes periodically. It's on a weekly schedule, much like The Mandalorian. So it's very bite-sized, and you're able to consume it easily. And I love that approach. Maybe six months down the line, I'm gonna like it a little less because once I get through that initial rush of content, I'm going to be at a point where okay, I just want to keep watching this one thing that they're offering me. But if they just keep the content flowing, I think they can make this this work. You brought it right back around.
1: I like it. Uh, Thank you. So, I think that it's a good idea for several reasons. On the business side, of course, it's good for them because you got to stay subscribed longer than a month if you want to get, you know, the full show, I'm assuming. So, cha-ching, cha-ching, more money for Disney. Yeah, they got to stretch that out. But at the same time, I do like sort of the HBO approach where you get the weekly episode because it gives you time to digest an episode, especially if it's an hour long. Where you can have the water cooler discussions, the week to week, the fan theories and stuff. I really enjoy that, and that's that was an, a really fun experience with Game of Thrones that you didn't get from other shows. Like you get Stranger it's Things, true. and everyone just binge watches the whole season, and then you just talk about the season holistically. So you're never like thinking, unless there's a really standout
2: episode that's terrible. Like you never really think of it in terms
0: but you're of an right episode. About that.
2: Yeah. Like as somebody that binge watched Stranger Things, I can tell you the high points of that season, in my opinion. I cannot tell you what episode it was in. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, and the it, challenge. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The challenge is that say Ryan watched the entire season and he wants to talk about it, but Keith has watched yeah, three episodes. And it's like, oh, oh, can that we talk annoying. about it's it, like, it? Oh, I'm next on episode week?
1: six. Please don't say anything. Yeah, it's very annoying. It's nice that to have that week to week pace. Um and it, the thing is though, it only matters if the show is kind of big, right? Um, cause if you're just watching week to week and nobody's really talking about it. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of hype around the show now, but are the, is it going to keep people watching? Is it going to, you know, blow up into this new phenomenon of a show? We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to check out the first couple episodes, but I'll be honest, Disney does not, you know, I'm a little weary of Star Wars and Disney right now. I haven't been as much on the hype and train, rightfully
2: so. <laughs> yes. But I will say, even though I haven't seen The Mandalorian, everything outside of the Skywalker saga has been a hit. Like if there is one movie well, that Solo. I can point to, well, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> it's kind, it's kind of connected with Han Solo. But if I, if I can point to the best Star Wars experience, I as far as even saying that it is my number 2 movie in all of the Star Wars period rogue one the disney movie star wars rogue one is peak star wars that is it I is so it. good it is I, the best i don't know what people see in that movie but
1: it is, that's com- some i guess freaking good it's a conversation <laughs> for another day people, I've just, i just i need feedback on this yeah. I was just not particularly impressed with that
2: movie send us a tweet at uh, a cast of the past i almost said six pack cast there a cast (laughs) of the past and tell us how wrong ryan is about rogue one and by the way you just uh, give me your honest take on rogue
0: one (laughs) yeah yeah just give him that take but regarding the star wars movies they're actually in 4k hdr same thing with the mandalorian and it looks beautiful people so if you have a really good internet connection i guarantee you you're going to love the entire experience. Uh, something else that I haven't watched, but I know a lot of people are looking forward to watching, is uh, The World According to uh, Jeff Goldblum. You put Jeff Goldblum on my screen, <laughs> yeah. and I love the, the entire concept of the series is, hey, I don't know about this, but I'm Jeff Goldblum, so I have a series, and I'm <laughs> going to get to know about it. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. I'll like, be honest. What, what I, do I don't need, need anything That's else. That's
1: the real hit on Disney Plus, is let's just make a show where Jeff Goldblum can be Jeff Goldblum. Sign me up for that. That's what I'm in on. Screw the Mandalorian. I want some Jeff Goldblum. You want the
2: Goldblum.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But bringing up quickly, a couple of listener suggestions here. We reached out on uh, Twitter. malin 181 wrote, my two favorite films offered by the service are Walking, Sleeping Beauty. It's a behind the scenes look at the Disney Renaissance. So maybe... Somewhat of a follow-up, Keith, or like a throwback, because I'm assuming this came out before. So it's a good maybe comparison. The documentary-style stuff you're talking about in this. Mm -hmm. The other one is I believe it's Waking Sleeping Beauty. Okay, Waking. I said Walking. (laughs) Waking. Yeah, no Walking. They're gonna wake her up. (laughs) And then Full Court Miracle. It's about a losing high. It's about a losing high school basketball team that asks a professional who's between jobs to coach them during Hanukkah. There's a lot of these movies like Coach Carter, you know, all these coaching type movies. I love these. I don't know why, but
2: Oh yeah, there's an there's an entire section on the Disney yeah. Plus app of just like Disney sports movies.
0: Yes. It's amazing. They're so
2: good. Like that one with the rock that I totally forgot about. The game plan. Yeah, the, the game, game plan. plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh USC Punk eighty eight on Twitter wrote The Mandalorian is incredible. And Liam V wrote, Unfortunately, the UK does not get it until March twenty twenty. Ouch, that's no, a that's that's ways out. And he hopes to go without spoilers for The Mandalorian until then. Um, I Liam think B. you should delete your Twitter account.
2: Yeah, Liam P., I, I don't want to suggest anything illegal, but there are three letters in the alphabet that are N-V-P and in a different order that might be good for Disney Plus till then.
0: Yeah, so, that, that's definitely something.
2: I have a question.
1: Is there anything that you think is like... Omitted from this library? Anything that's missing that you feel like should be there? Uh, I noticed, and this is probably for the benefit of everyone, that they only have the first three Home Alone movies and none of whatever yeah, the hell a they did after that. that. <laughs> but
2: like, I, are there any big omissions that you've seen? The Spider Man movies aren't there, right? Not the Tobey Maguire ones, but the Tom Holland ones are uh, It's because it's Sony, right? Mm-hmm, but, yeah, I, w- I would call that a big omission.
0: Yeah, that would be a big, a big omission. Apparently, the uh the michael jackson episode of the simpsons is actually out there so because of everything that's been happening this year uh, another complaint oh this is a big complaint and i saw this so the the first thing i did when i got the service is i started watching some old school simpsons and i'm like wait a minute the original simpsons was not widescreen so they went down the dragon ball z dvd route of just zooming in which does not work for it because you actually see missing information. Like, you can tell something's cut off and people have made points like, look, Simpsons made use of every little part of the screen. So, it's like there are jokes, visual jokes yeah, that you cannot I've see. Heard,
1: I've heard about that as well. Yeah, That's they went the DBZ orange brick uh, route of just zooming the hell in like, hey,
2: this is this is widescreen, right guys? No, uh, what a bad idea. And I guess one... Uh, omission that i can think of and maybe this is just exclusive to the apple tv because that's what i'm watching it on but there's no resume feature like with netflix like if you are watching a movie or watching an episode of something and have to stop part way through there's no just like resume from current position uh-huh. button something hopefully, that I, oh. I hopefully very that's something handy.
1: that kind of comes down the line because didn't i know wwe network might have had that problem too and have they yes. fixed that since so uh, they have yeah so yeah, it I, happens it could whenever be just things you know launch. they're working things out um and and that'll be implemented down the line yeah i just don't get with the whole cropping thing like what's wrong with four by three right you know if that's People what it's want in, things to
2: fit their tv yeah it's I just don't, like
1: i don't agree with it but Ugh. they should at least give you the option right to do widescreen or four by three because yeah. if something was built to be in 4 by 3 I would rather just
0: watch it in 4 by 3 Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. And just considering the fact that Disney has such a rich history, I don't think that they're missing anything. I think I'm curious as to, look, Disney owns a lot more stuff, and I guarantee you this is not all of it, right? Like, you see National Geographic here, and it's like, wait, that's a little weird. It's just like you forget that they own all this stuff. But it's like going forward, what are they going to be doing? They do have a bundle so you can get... Uh, the ad version of Hulu, ESPN, and you could get this for a much better deal than Hulu and all that stuff, like, uh, you know, separately. But the other thing, I don't think it's any coincidence that in this episode we've recommended stuff, but it's all series. I feel like Disney is definitely going to go all in on the episodic route because that's what keeps you going in. Like look look at Netflix for example. Some
2: solid stuff announced. Yeah, there's that uh, that Cassian Andor uh, Star Wars thing. There's the Tom uh, not Tom Holland. Oh God, I'm blanking on his name. What's Loki's name? Tom Hiddleton? Yeah yeah yeah. There's that Loki series with him uh, in like in between Thor Ragnarok. Like they they have some serious things coming down the pipe. And I no, imagine that's I'm just going to, to stay consistent.
0: Yeah. Like uh, next year, I think it is, or the, the year after, they're going to have that What If series for Marvel. And I love that. So it's like, like the title implies. It's like these hypothetical scenarios, and you're going to have people talking about that. You know, we're wrestling fans, and the WWE Network has something similar, right? You put a bunch of wrestlers, you interview them, and you talk about what if scenarios. So I do think that when you put that into the world of superheroes, it is interesting, But personally, I really hope they do keep going on with a series because I think series are a lot more fun to talk about with friends, whereas a movie is a one-shot deal. And let's be real, a lot of the movies that I've seen, at least for Netflix and Hulu, they're okay. But you can tell that they're trying to be as budget friendly as possible, and I feel like when you do a series, you have a little bit more time to flesh things out. That doesn't mean you put out forty episodes just to get the full experience. you know, I like the mini series like six to ten episodes or something like that, but uh, what what else are, are you looking forward to uh, consuming here, or is there any like old I just want to say like yeah,
1: that I'm looking at the library here and I see Muppet babies and it's and it's the year is 2018
2: so when the hell did muppet babies come back that's what i want to know <laughs> i know there was that muppet like series on abc for a while but i didn't know that muppet babies came back
0: fascinating there are so many series like that was my second reaction here it was like this existed there are so many things like uh avengers, oh, avengers animated series stuff i didn't know I about i
1: see at babies 2018 and i don't like what i see i'll
0: tell you that much <laughs> so there's a reason that maybe it we looks don't really like know about cgi
1: that. mess is all i'm gonna oh, say no.
0: yeah so keith i'm gonna challenge you say somebody the mcu is available here right would you suggest that people start like from the very beginning talking about the iron man movies etc You know, we've talked about the first Captain America movie. We've reacted to the later Avengers ones. Like, what is something that people have to go back here now that we do have a chance to witness the entire MCU in its uh, completion?
2: Well, it is great that all of it's in one place and because of that you have the option i in my opinion there's two approaches you either take it in order of release and digest it there but there's also the opportunity to do it chronologically and you can find that online where you start at like captain america the first avenger and then move Uh, move through the timeline, and then eventually end up at uh, Endgame. So, that's kind of a fun experiment that you can do with the MCU that way, now that it's all in one place with the exception of Spider-Man, and that almost seems like a more fun way to approach that. But again, if you want reasons to subscribe to it, to have the, what, almost 30 blockbuster movies at your fingertips at any time, that's incredible, especially with some of the high-caliber ones, like Infinity War and uh, Winter Soldier and uh, and I guess eventually probably the Spider-Man movies to have those at your fingertips at all times is just wonderful and more than worth the uh, the money. I was talking with a friend today because you can go out and buy any single one of those movies on Blu-ray for twenty thirty dollars here in Canada. That's three months of Disney plus plus change. Like why would you have one movie when you could have all the movies at your fingertips for multiple Months at the same price.
0: Yeah, like I'm looking right here. Uh, just the uh, second phase of the MCU is like 58 dollars on Amazon. The Phase Three is forty five. So we're talking about hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. Obviously, you're not owning here stuff, but I, I'm just really happy that this is uh, available and something that it really helps us as a podcast. And this is where we open it up to everybody listening and watching. Is that hey? Now there's a whole array of movies, of television shows that we can watch and react to. You know, we've talked about The Mandalorian. Obviously, that's a more recent thing. But if there's anything about this uh, service that you think we should review at some point, please uh, hit us up on social media, A Cast of the Past on Twitter, Facebook. Send us an email, Past at gmail.com. Is there something in your case, Ryan, that you can uh, look at at the uh, service right now and go like, you know what, for better or worse... We can review Parrot Trap. We can review Susie Q if you wanted. Is there something that's like, oh, man, that that would be something to review? Uh,
1: I've looked through a lot, and there's just so many movies that look like they're complete trash that I really just want to watch I'm seeing things like <laughs> That Darn Cat or Teacher's Pet I have no idea what any of these movies are but I'm kind of curious and like I said there's also ones that I haven't seen in so long like Muppet Treasure Island or something that that I kind of want to revisit to see are are they any good or was I just a, a dumb kid that enjoyed anything that was put in front of him so uh, there's a lot to explore and um it's just compared to Netflix like this is such a more powerful library like there's way more things where you're like oh I would totally watch that even just for curiosity's sake so damn it Disney you got too much stuff. You're scaring me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, Disney has the best background stuff. Like my tradition for every morning now, see, either gonna be put a random episode of The Simpsons or put a random episode of X Men, yeah. the 1992 animated series. <laughs> that theme
1: song.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that end there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bub and i think with that this has been another exciting episode of a cast to the past oh boy
1: Imagine if we got copyright striked for the X-Men theme.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great.